Yo, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to the No Prisoners podcast. Just want to give a quick shout out to After Five Media for putting this whole thing together. If you're ever in any need of media services, such as photos, videos, even podcasting, check them out. They got you covered. Link is in the description below. Also, check out their Adobe stock links and also their Love Pack links. It's a great way to get your business looking nice and professional, whether it's your website or your Instagram posts. They got you covered. Also, check out our affiliate links for extra wallets i use the wallet myself best wallet i've ever purchased they come in aluminum leather whatever material you can think of they got you and they're so sleek and so damn good looking i don't know what else to say about it check them out link in the description below and last but not least enjoy the show how many new businesses do you think started so many like, it's such a big year for entrepreneurship. So many. I feel mm-hmm. like too many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too many. A bunch of people need to shut down their construction businesses and go back to working for other people. Bro. And I'm not saying that as like an asshole thing. No, dude. It's just like there's too before? much shit to do and there's nobody to do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to hold on to it. Okay. I'm hanging in there. Something about Andrew's laugh that gets you a little nervous, dude. Yeah, dude. So hit the subscribe button and the like button. Share us with a friend. I swear to God, like, there should be a hundred shares per episode. Yeah. These unpaying people. It's fine, though. We got Tyler back here for a second time. And... Um... Nothing was inappropriately said that required us to not put the podcast up. Mm -hmm. But the podcast never made it up. Just never did, bro. It just never, it just never got up. Like it was a horse that tried to jump the fence and didn't. (laughs) It just didn't. (laughs) It was just like, (laughs) you know, some might say it was like a small horse. Some and this is say. a big horse, and we'll get over the fence this episode. But, like, really, if you're, <laughs> if you're thinking about it, we straight up, like, recorded an entire episode. Like, hour and a half. Dude, we... We went deep. We Well, we went deep, but, like, no, think about it. We we were like a couple fourteen year old kids like with headphones on and microphones like <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying like there was absolutely like because we didn't well oh shit we told everybody what happened <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, it's like my son talking on the phone that's turned off yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm taking these deals <laughs> yeah. dude that's basically what we did yeah that was us we'll we just, may pretend we'll just start tricking people into coming in here and just like not doing podcasts yeah. Be like, you want to come on the podcast? I'm like, tricked you. Tricked you. Never hit record. It's a big old prank. Boy. An hour and a half wasted. But honestly, <laughs> we got up into the hundreds of episodes. Yeah, was that has it happened before? No. It's never happened before. Let's and go, now baby. we got redundancies. Yeah. We got stacks on stacks. Stack attack. SD cards on SD cards. Got one here, one there. Yeah. One over here. Got this dangly blue thing back here i don't know what that does is that gilmar's uh responsibility technically yeah did you get your lashes bro yeah it's fine i mean it's just we have to record an episode again yeah yeah 
that's enough. He probably he's just like watching this like noiseless episode. <laughs> he watched it in silence. Did you try and edit yeah. it in silence, bro? I, I legit clicked on it right, and then I was like, I hear no sound, and then I checked the sound, and my volume was down. So thought that was it, and I put it up, and now. Uh, Dude, we should have dubbed the nothing. whole thing again, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, we should have tried to dub We should say here, watch it, and just dub it over. Why didn't we do that? <laughs> I think what I said here was, <laughs> I still have the file. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, like, try and just, like, be like, and this was the point right here where we were going to talk about crypto. <laughs> crypto. And we lost a joke forever. <sighs> it's gone. It's gone, but if we dubbed over it, the problem is somebody will accidentally put on like a Chinese accent and then look at me. I look, look at my beard. I look like a, I do look like a master splinter. It's looking strong, dude. John always says that. <laughs> you like master splinter? Yeah. Who knows what I'm saying right now? I want to know what Gilmore looks like with a beard. It's just like a deep You got beard. proof, bro? You got, you got pics? Of me and a beard? You ever gone for it? <laughs> maybe, but, I don't know. maybe, but it's not a good beer. You ever, you ever <laughs> gone for it? All right. Well, we gotta. We forgot to introduce Tyler because this is his second time within a week of being here. Yeah, true. So this is Tyler, mortgage kind of sort. That's fair. loan, loan expert, swinging in, that house money. Yeah, house money. That's our new thing. Yeah, house that's money. Shout out, New Jersey MPA. Yeah, 33 states, actually. 33 states. We've got my favorites when people ask if I can lend out a country. I'm like, dude. <laughs> you can lend, lend out, out a country. country. Yeah. yeah, man, buy crypto. Like, I had people going on vacation, like the Bahamas, like, can you lend here? I'm like, dude, no, dude. <laughs> well, if I could. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, we, we already talked about him being loans and mortgages and stuff. And, you know, that stuff's cool and all. But if you want to mortgages and loans and information and stuff go find tyler and that's what that's that's what it is yeah boy and we're gonna lose that entire episode but the thing is no one knows that though we didn't talk to any we hardly talked any mortgage and stuff yeah though. actually yeah we hardly yeah. talked any mortgage we stuff. did tell an incriminating story um <laughs> oh yeah post i think post podcast post episode yeah yeah we told some stuff there were some things in there could dabble on that, but yeah, yeah. we get in there. I yeah. but I feel like the mortgages and the the ups and downs and the rates and the zips and and the urine <laughs> tests and things like that, we we just it's just it's really not worth it. it was, I mean, it was pretty funny in the moment, but I don't think it would carry on a second episode going no, into the yeah, same yeah. stuff again. It's hard to repeat. Not no. needed. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, right off the bat, how much money do you make? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, Rambo, you're like stuck in here on my foot, dude. Get, the fuck out. Get out of here. He's locked in. Again. Come on, let's go. Oh, he's a dirty boy. We yeah. got him all over the excavators and stuff. Oh, earlier. yeah, we did, bro. And I got dog hair everywhere. Anyway, we got Tyler here. We'll get into it first. I guess, did you watch the fights? Or were you at like oh, a, yeah. or were you loaning house money? No, I did. I did. Uh, I did go to buddies for that. Um, it's kind of deep, dude. For it was like a forty-five minute drive to my buddy's house. I didn't get home pretty, pretty late that night. But jeez, dude, did you see on the early card? I don't remember the dude's name. <laughs> He's like, oh my foot, <laughs> dude. He will not move. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, fine. Stay there then. Um, it was it was a great fight night. Um, it was. Dude. It was um, right there. Chris Barnett. Chris Barnett's wheel kick. Oh yeah, that My shit was Lord. crazy. The 
the fights are starting to get. I don't think I I hear everybody trying to get the extra weight classes put in there, but I don't know if there would be as as much exciting fights as there are consistently if there were more weight classes like there are in boxing. Right. But this wheel kick is sick. You know, all I can think about. If you're not watching us, then. Dude, imagine that on, like, someone my size. First off, it would have gone over my head, but imagine that <laughs> connecting, dude, because he hit a huge dude with that. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> I don't even know how you got that, like. Dude, and that was that dude's last fight, the dude that got knocked out. It's quite a way to go out. Switched feet. That's good for him. That was an insane thing. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Holy fuck. I miss that live, man. Those, those early fights always have some good action if you catch them. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the early fights. I was at a wedding and shit, so. It was actually a decent betting night for me. But what, what I will say is I said Usman mm-hmm. would knock him out with a head kick in the third. And oh, Gilmore right. was like, yo, Usman doesn't really throw kicks. Yeah. How many kicks did he my He said play? that. I he didn't say that. that. Yeah. How many head kicks did my guy throw? A lot of head yeah, kicks. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. He did throw some head kicks. Let's hear it. Total strikes. Dude, Colby won a lot of fans that night, dude. I don't know. Let's see what we got. Can we look at kicks? Go, just go to strikes and then go. See if you can click on strikes like above. Right here. Oh, no, go up again. Yeah, like, see if we can click on the total strikes. No, can't click on any of that stuff. Ah, for what we pay, UFC can't get more interactive. Go up a little bit, dude, right above, just right there. Leg? Nah, that's just where so they let's hit. Let's just click it. That's just where they hit it. We'll see what we get. So that's just where the strikes landed and not what they threw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. We could rewatch it and just count. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Copyright. Yeah we, we. I don't know if we didn't show. It, we just started counting. I love how his name's the Nigerian Nightmare. Dude, what about that Gaethje fight, dude? That Gaethje Chandler fight is definitely a contender for fight of the year, dude. I'm not saying it is, but I don't think so. It, it's it's got to be in the conversation. You think so? Dude, they both rocked each other multiple times. You yeah, had money on that fight. You were definitely like edge of your seat kind of thing. I was. Not that I had a ton of money on it, but I was like, "You think it. so?" Yeah. No. It's only one knockdown. That doesn't right, tell let's the look whole at story, the stats. dude. Yeah, let's look at the stats by target. Well, you're moving too fast. <laughs> well, speed up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, eighty-three, seven, twenty-six to sixty-six, twenty-eight, eleven. Look at me more leg kicks. Double the leg kicks and almost 20% more head ki- head strikes. That's an in, that's an increase there, buddy. It's crazy. That's a beat down for that was, Chandler. That was a banger. Yeah. Let's see what the other stats are. Yeah, I think Justin Gaethje, I think it was a tough fight, but I don't think Justin Gaethje didn't lose his composure one time in that entire fight. Whereas, like, Michael Chandler was just, like, right. going for it. And yeah. Justin Gaethje, I think, has four-inch reach on Michael Chandler. So, like... That's fair. Uh, he definitely took some damage. 
Yeah, well, that's a Justin Gaethje move. Yeah, is if you, like any fight where he gets into that he doesn't get beat up. Dude, his coach Trevor Whitman with the three out of three. Look at Michael Chandler. No homo. His body is chiseled. Chiseled. Oh yeah, that shit. Dude's good looking. It's unreal. Hey, look at that look. He's like, What's up? He doesn't look American in that. He's hashtag blessed. But he doesn't look American in this picture. I don't know what he is. He definitely looks like he's the Israeli dude who sells perfume at the mall. It's like, you just want to smell this? <laughs> my he, friend, come here. Come super, here, my friend. Super tight pants. My friend. V-neck. Yeah, my super f- tight pants. My friend, you smell You smell this? You try this. Half off right now. You smell better. <laughs> doesn't he look like that look? Doesn't look like 100%. I'm ready to fight right now. That doesn't say that to me. <laughs> the more I stare it's at it, the more I'm oh I get. It's like, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to try to steal your woman. But I'm only 5'4". Give me your ass. Dude, did you see that uh, Frankie Edgar just get his jaw pushed through the top of his head from that front kick? It just hurts. Dude. I definitely... Cheeto Vera, he's... um. See, like, that looks like a dude that's ready to murder you. Like, Cheeto Vera's picture, he's just like... His hey. eyes are he's like, hey. dude. He's like, that. you can take it or leave it. He looks like Charles Manson. I'll cut you up. It does kind of look like Charles Manson. See, he's re- reincarnated. Right. And then you got Frankie Edgar, who's like, dude, I got some back issues. I got a bunch of things to pay for. Yeah, dude. I got a bunch of things to pay for. Frankie's looking a little old there, man. He's definitely old. I think he's 40. Yeah, he's dead. Damn. Yeah, I think. I I'm think pretty sure he's 40 yeah. years old. He's been fighting since Brendan Schaub was fighting. Damn. Hang it up, Frankie. <sighs> it wasn't like. Terrible fight for him. Just he got lights out, dude. That Anderson Silva kick. Um, brutal. Yeah, he wasn't as his his fight wasn't as like well timed as he would have liked. Cheeto Vera was very patient and very like very wait like waited him out. Look at that thumbnail, dude. Looks like a Halloween mask. Yeah. Uh, Is that what it looked like? Shit. When you stop it, yeah, man. Look at that. Eek. 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 Yeah. his mouth. Boy. Do they show it or no? Probably not. Look at this gangster music. It's like, let's fight to make money. Oh, yeah, they might. Wabba. Dude. Wabba. Right on the button, dude. dude. I lost that bet. Yeah. That loss right there messed up a really big parlay. Not mad about it, Dude, though. Especially because he would have been mad the underdog, it. so those parlay bets must have been, odds on that one must have been sick. Damn. Damn. All right. Well, ouch. Well, yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we move along with our lives. Yeah. <laughs> you got kicked in the face. And you went to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we had, like, the Shane, Shane Burgers. Um, that, that was a good one. Yeah. Shane's a better boxer. Mm-hmm. He came in, he came in ready to box, Jeez. and Billy was like, "I'm gonna do jujitsu, but not do jujitsu at all, and just try and box with this dude." And he just got pieced up. Dude, that's how many total strikes do they have on that Gaethje fight compared to these? Yeah, that guy. That's what I'm saying. It just turned into like a boom, boom. Let's see. Shane Burgess was just literally throwing like a left right combo. Yeah, they were both three rounders. So, damn though. Damn, they really went twice the amount. They went off. 192 significant oh, okay. strikes. <laughs> Jesus. A little under twice. And then the Rose 
Namagunas. Namayunas. Um, and Whaley. That went. That went different than I thought it was gonna. It's a funny thing is her name is Zhang Whaley. Do you know that? So it's backwards, uh, dude, I, right? I'm afraid to say it because I never know the right order. Yeah, because it's so like in China, right? it's the first last name first first. Like I don't know what the ruling is, but I heard them talking about her a bunch of times, and I was like, I asked my wife, I was like, "What the? Why do they keep messing her name up?" She's like, "No, that's how they say it. That's like back. It's not backwards. It's like the proper way in Chinese." Don't quote me on that. Let's quote it. Let's see what. I, let's see how stupid I am. That was kind of interesting because she outstruck Rose. Still lost the decision. Yeah. Just in volume, I guess, not accuracy and shit. And meaningful. Uh, yeah, because you can get more touches, and that's the problem with the points game, is if, like, you fight as a defensive fighter, you, in some instances, you have to finish because whatever sport you're fighting in, like, you might be down in points. on the card, right. But you're, you dealt more damage. Like they don't necessarily go off of damage, right? And that's how some dudes are too, where they'll drop the first round or two and try to feel out the other guy. Mm-hmm. In English, Chinese people, except for those traveling or living outside of China, really reverse their names to the Western naming order, given given name then family name. So Gilmar Tobar, Tobar Gilmar, Tobar Gilmar. It's kind of gangster. Um, Western publications usually preserve the Chinese naming order with the family name first, followed by the given name. It makes you think, how many Chinese people do you know that you probably are calling by the wrong name? I probably went to college with a bunch of them that were, they were just on the roster as as the name. I wonder. It makes you think. So I'm a quarter mm. Chinese. You knew that, Gilmar? Yeah, I kind of knew that. My mom's half. Grew up in Singapore. Like what the holding it first of not sure first of, if it's for real it is for real no it is no there's the way he said it was just like the dude that just like one up you at the party <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not, it's not just be intention. like oh dude i just got back from china and tyler's just like somebody say china <laughs> he like looks around and is like what what funny you should mention like, that. funny you should mention that <laughs> i went to china once when i was born I flew over China. I'd be like, what? Be like, I was, I'm from Singapore, bro. Yeah, it was a layover. I'm one-eighth Native American. Like, <laughs> Growing up, I had blue eyes, and I had blonde hair when I was a kid until I was like maybe, I don't know, nine or something. So when my mom would take Till you transformed. Exactly. Uh, everybody thought my mom was like my nanny when they saw us in public. They couldn't believe it was my actual mom. Good for her. Real facts. I mean, there's... There's kind of a story like that that I've read before. It's um, I forget what the book's called. It's called um, the Bible. <laughs> There's this dude. Um, his name is Jesus, and his mom was even his mom was a virgin. So like the you know your mom's kind of your mom's you might be a third coming. I did or second coming. We don't know how many. Disciples of God have yeah, come Yeah, we don't know how many Technically, comings. Jesus was it, but there's other people arguing about it. And stuff. Yeah, we don't know how many comings. Got Muhammad there. Is. there. Yeah, how often are they coming? Who knows? I don't know, but we, we've we got a real guy from 25%. What, sig- it's Chinese because Singapore was was a uh, was like a colony. It was occupied by uh, the 
British, I think, for a period. So, you know. So we got a real Chinese guy in here. Yeah, whoa. Whoa. Authentic, bro. Authentic. Authentic Chinese over here. How do you feel about what your people are doing to our country? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> right? I like how I just got the banner put on my back. <laughs> right. I don't even speak the language. Well, you just, like, come out, you just come out and you're like... Just so happens. It's you know. true. I got to live and die by I'm, that. I'm yeah, the, you brought it up. I'm 25% promised people. It's true. Like, what, Tyler? <laughs> I, I'm, you know, my mom's from Singapore. Technically Chinese, dude. Promise yeah. one. You, he, you know what he's doing? He's a smart man. He's smart a smart man. man. <laughs> he's a smart man. He's a, he's, oh, boy. We're, we're, we're checking a real operator right here, Gilmar. And the reason being is he is seeing the eminent Chinese takeover. And he's just like, Getting it out there public on like a well-known publication, like this is up and coming, you know, number one podcast in Buckingham. Yep. So straight up, he just wants the world to know that like when they come, he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be spared. He'll be all right. Dude, he'll just like lift his hand up in there. They'll be like, "Who's got something to say?" And he's just like, three, three fingers up. They'll be like, Playing "What do you got to say, Boy Scout?" Boy Scout. Yeah. Way Lee with the Boy Scout haircut. Behind him. Yeah, you guys kind of look alike. Whoa, <laughs> bro. You and Whaley are cousins. Yeah, dude. Six we got to get familiar right there. We yeah. got to keep. No, whoa, 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 whoa. The shoulders. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Look, I, I definitely should have prefaced that. <laughs> yeah, look, side by side. Which you don't think you here. could beat her up? Uh, how tall is she? Let's see what much, the stats are. How much do they, they, they weigh? You got to hit her with a f- good front kick. Is it a Buck fifteen or something like that. Wait, they don't show they don't show height and weight here. Just the results. Let's oh, click on Whaley. What's her name? What's her like specialty name? Her fight name or whatever. Magnum. I never. I've never. Magnum. I've never heard that. Is that why she's always like? She does the fake guns, and we're all like, "Are you doing a shotgun? You got your thumbs up? Are you doing a revolver shotgun? I don't know. What's her stats? What's straw weight? Is it a buck fifteen? Yeah, there's a oh, straw weight division. See, that's not good type. That was hard to read. I don't know, dude. This this is a different question. If it's you, you you you've got some experience. I have no experience, no combat experience. Um, I would hit her with the nine millimeter from ten feet. <laughs> I'm not fighting her. No way. <laughs> I'm not fighting her. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Well, all I'm saying Maybe is, no, you could grapple just up in boxing. You could, you could tap him though. Maybe just in like just boxing, I could hang. But once we got into the wrestling, I feel like she does a lot of jujitsu. Oh, you're taking away. I thought that was gonna be your strength, dude. I mean, she doesn't weigh that much too, so I could just fucking slam her. That's what I'm her. saying, dude. Just pick her up and just keep slamming. I'm more concerned with their chin. There's no way I have a chin, bro. How the fuck? I'm coming out with a body shot, just straight jab to the. Whole chest. Gilmar's getting deeper in the there's, roster. There's dude. way too many. Setting the distance. Who, who are all these girls? <laughs> That's what I've I'm never. Saying, you don't know any of these tricks? No, dude. Do you? Ah, uh, no. I Kenzie don't. Kenzie a badass. I don't. Look, I yo, like Alexis, names, yo, go back up. <laughs> Alexis. Oh, oh this is a, it's a big girl. Yo, huh? what is your. Yo, hold on. No, Click on name, Alexis. Dude. Click Free on the, Alexis. The, the Click on name. Alexis and pause for a second. Tyler, what's this other 75% of your. You know, ethnicity. Is that uh, what the right thing? Ethnicity? That was right. Ethnic background, I guess. Ethnic background? I don't know. We'll get canceled for this. It's fine. Uh, straight, 
you might be scroll up to this girl. Whoever's you might be the, you the might be some area. Alexis. Some sneaky zebra. Look at that dude. Look in at the blood. The, look at that face. Look at that nose, dude. That you guys are like. Look at that trap. Everything. I like how we're just saying I'm 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 parts of all the female fighters. You're yeah, Alexis. Single, you're like badass, a, you're yeah. Alexis Zhang. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a former fighter. Only had seven fights. She doesn't fight anymore. Oh, yeah, it former. literally says there, dude. Oh, true. Oh my god, dude. Sneaky zebra, dude. Yeah, how do you get that nickname? Where did that come from? I mean, she looks like a zebra. Oh, great. Height is in fucking... 69. Yeah. Mm. That's convenient. Hold on. Where's my phone? I don't know where it is. It's 5'9". Sorry. Well, it's 69. <laughs> it's 69 inches? I would assume it yeah. is. 5'9". Yeah. Yeah. 69 centimeters would not be very tall. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> did you feel confident he hit me with that? Not at all, dude. Yeah, man. To the grave. Gotta let him know. Yeah, so let's go out there and see what other kind of fighters we've never heard of. <laughs> let's match your fighters up against my fighters. Let's all pick a fighter here. Izzy. No. We should do real talk, though. Um, the f- My family room set up for the... Um, the watching of the uh, what's that? What's the movie? Come on, what's the movie? What movie, dude? The game. Plug it in. Okay. Oh. Yeah. The game. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We might. So we'll have like. Um, Are we recreating the game? Or no, we, we should watch, watch the game, and then talk about it while we're watching it. Way down. Oh jeez. See, look at her hair, dude. Hi, Bay China. Fighting style Muay Thai. All right, never mind. So yeah, she probably couldn't. She probably piece me up. A buck fifteen. You just have to stay outside her shin kicks. Dude, it's crazy. I weigh like. It's like jumping sixty rope. pounds more than her, and I don't consider myself a. But would you consider man. yourself a specimen? Because <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's probably walking around <laughs> no. at 130, dude. She probably cuts to 115. She's probably a brick shit house. You'd get in there. You'd get in there, and it would be like, it'd be, it would, you would run away. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't stand a chance. You know what I would do? What's it called when the anime kids run with their fists behind uh, them? Naruto oh, run. Naruto run. run. Yeah. <laughs> First off, how did you both know what that was called? Because I was a you huge knew it meme. Too. You, just, yeah, you just didn't remember the name. Yeah, uh, bro, I was does. a huge meme. What do you mean? Yeah, I knew I knew what the nerdy ass action was, but I didn't know what it was, it was called. Something Naruto run. I don't yeah. know how. I never even watched the show. I never I watched the show either. Yeah. What the show's called? Naruto. Naruto. Yeah. yeah. It's about some dude or something. What's up? It's about some dude. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yo, what's going? So I would Naruto run straight. My forehead straight into her face. <laughs> She would be stunned. Perfectly legal. She would not be ready for it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I've seen. Oh man, when did this cartoon come out? Because I saw kids in high school. What is like the this. comment of this really works? In what application? They argue on Reddit whether or not this actually Does works. It makes you more aerodynamic. Like film three, you know, to run is the best run. Click mm-hmm. it. Yes. Yes. Fucking Fourteen minute yes. video. Watch. I'll every get cop. I'll get a copyright flag for just to hear this. Five hundred episodes spanning over five years. You can wear a mask for a few darn months. 
Wait, go back to the beginning of that. Let's hear that dumbass. And remember, kids, Kakashi wore his mask for 500 episodes spanning over five years. You can wear a mask for a few darn months. Pause. Is this for kids to watch? Is this kids safe? I want Andrew. To I would, I would imagine kids. it is. This clown ass motherfucker. It definitely Listen, is. kids. Naruto, who's a cartoon, wore his mask for five years. This is so upsetting. Let's keep going. Someone said that aged well. <laughs> that aged well. I do have a question. Let's read the comments. Afterward, I want to circle back on about Let's that. see anything good here. You can wear a mask for a Fundar Marge that aged well. We just read the one. There was one up above that, I think I saw. So, mm. it was going to go a little bit more. This one? Yeah, it was a... Uh, Kakashi wore a mask for five years. Me. He literally wore a mask his whole life. <laughs> that girl <laughs> like it up, dudes. Like, <laughs> no, I was going to tell me to sign in. Um, let's go. Hit it. Let's see what this guy... All of them coming more or less to the conclusion that the run is not only less effective, but also potentially dangerous to high-performance athletes. <laughs> I, on the other hand... Oh, yeah, no shit. All right. Pause it. Pause it. Will you guys venture down the road with me? <laughs> Are we, are we doing this for a month? Are we committing? No. Google or YouTube search Naruto Ron accidents. It's got to be a face plan in there. Who's dying here? There's Naruto a whole Ron Oh, dude. my God. Let's watch it, dude. I oh, my God. I'm so sorry for our listeners. I'm mad you fucking. But I got to see this. I got to see this. Oh, fucking dead. Right, I don't know how forward. we got here, but I'm here for it, baby. This video only ends with comedy and entertainment. No own. That didn't translate. Right? No, Yo no soy dueño del material audiovisual ni audiovideo. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, you literally just didn't translate two words in there that have Spanish words. <laughs> no, that's how you say it, though. No. Yeah. They don't want to have that. Yeah, oh, wait, audiovisual, yeah, audiovisual, ni auditivo, yeah. You'll sold them. Me encargo de la edición. I'm only in charge of the, of course, the translation's right there. Why am I trying to translate? Didn't that sound good in Spanish uh, right there? That was authentic right there. I know, I, I do good Spanish. Yeah, I'm a quarter uh, Guatemalan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. That was Dirty dude. Yeah. You just, you just <laughs> I don't want music. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get to the one where somebody falls off a cliff or something. Yeah, that wasn't it's too bad. It's just a fucking that's what they kid. lead with. This isn't good. Yeah, it's just a little kid tripping. Yeah. I need something more violent. Oh, they, oh, uh, here we go. We got some. He called himself Tyler's up. cousins. <laughs> <laughs> what have I set myself up for? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, <laughs> look up Naruto Run Fails if you want to learn more. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you want to learn more, have you ever been to Singapore? Yeah, yeah. Once when I was seventeen. So yeah, how'd that go? Twenty-five hour flight. It's like one of the only few times I've been out of the country. It's crazy there, man. It's like one of the safest countries in the world. It's um, like very technologically advanced. Yeah, it's a it's a big the whole country's the size of Philly. 
and there's a, from what I can remember, there's like an, there's a tax on owning a car there because the country's so small and densely populated. They don't, they discourage people from owning cars. So it, you have to pay like a 300% tax to own a car. So you see just a normal car that's like, you know, 25 grand here and it's like 75 there. Bang, um, dude. And, uh, just balling out. So if you have a really yes. sick car, you must be. Yeah, exactly. So I'd see like R8s there when they first came out. And uh, I was like, damn, dude, that's some, that's some power money. But that okay, was I must have some crypto. That was the one, uh, it's the one place I was I visited where the humidity, like when you step outside, you just start sweating instantly. I've never experienced that before in my life. I don't know how people get used to that. Like just Did you see any like outside. jungle apes or anything like that? Look no, up dude, actually Singapore they, they on the do map. have some people in neighborhoods, <laughs> yeah. dude. They got they got monkeys in the backyard and stuff. Get a little mischievous. What, like, s- monkeys, like, in the trees, like, they keep them as pets, or they have, like... No, do you, like, wild monkeys, like, oh, well, you got deer here. That's interesting. What? So you always got to keep a blade on you? <laughs> that would do the trick. A little machete, a little machete. A little machete. Machete. Dude, Gilmar, put in uh, Singapore, uh, I think it's Sands Casino. Is this where the monkey attacks go down? This, this is erected after I... Uh, Oh, erected. What are we there? talking about? Here? I was going to say. Sensing a theme, baby. Hey, I was going to say. See if you can get like a picture of the exterior, dude. It's pretty pretty crazy. Uh, they, uh, We're going to uh, flag them on the use of erection. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to be inside, bro. I want to be yeah, outside. Dude, you're, you're lost. Take you're my lost Google in the meta right now, Yeah, bro. dude. We're in the meta. Yeah, we outside, bro. Get out of here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We go back inside again. We're in the weeds here. Damn, that shit is crazy, though. Right there. Wow. So is this the place you didn't go to? Nope. But uh, and that tree right there is supposed to be some crazy shit right there. Interesting. Um, Speaking of some crazy shit, did you hear about the Travis Scott thing? Oh. Did you see videos of it, dude? I didn't see any videos. Uh, I gotta show you later, bro. I've seen oh, some videos. People dying. I couldn't resist the temptation. Nah, there might have been some death in the video. Uh, might have been some dying. Uh, uh, unsolicited like death or post, solicited? Post-death. You were yeah. like, I'm going in for some death here? Or did you, uh, were you not I just ready want for to it? see. I just wanted to see what they're talking about. The vibe. Uh, and from what I could see, like everybody was so tightly packed that people in the middle of the crowd, when they fell, the pressure's coming from like all sides, so it would collapse in on itself. Like If one person fell, they'd all fall over each other inward, like, mm. like a pit. It's extremely weird. Um, That's not why people died, dude. Dude, pretty terrible. People died from somebody drugging them. I, you know, I've heard uh, you talking about here. Yeah, the Astro World. Yeah, people my got w- straight up drugged. My wife was telling me some somebody was running around injecting people with stuff. I don't know how valid all that shit is. Yeah, that was I heard about that. I think um, that's kind of apparently dumb. it's panning out pretty valid. Is it? That's wild. Yeah, these people are like pa- like showing up with like drugs in their system and stuff. There's a video of a dude in the, the pile, and he's filming people, like, two layers below him while he's just in the pile. Literally, like, layers of people on top of each other for, like, four seconds. All right, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. It's, uh... Yeah, like, that's probably someone... Yeah, because I heard people started collapsing from, like... I think that, I mean... The people in the middle of that pit, if they were fucked up, then it definitely didn't, you know, that couldn't have helped them at all. Jeez. Dude, it's crazy. People 
in, like enjoying the concert, not knowing like ten feet behind them. There's like yeah, but there's people right there that are enjoying the concert <laughs> that are watching these people the, die. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's sad, bro. It's fucking sad. Yeah, I stopped going to those concerts. Yeah, man, a long time ago. Yeah, for not not. In, Necessarily specifically that reason, but it's like there's just too many people uh, yeah. together yeah, in a spot, that. and nobody gives a shit about each. Like it just the math didn't check out for me. I did it up on the wall, mm. on chalk. I found a chalkboard. I rented one for the day, and I was like, mm. did not compute. It just didn't. The math doesn't go down here. Didn't make sense. Yeah, and then I had to erase it. So. I want to know uh, if someone's going to face some uh, legal repercussions on that. Probably the promoter. Yeah. And then they have insurance. And he... Uh, if they're smart. I'm pretty sure he also, like, encouraged people to show up that didn't pay. And yeah. There's a video of them storming the security gate. Yeah, that was so, like, pretty Like, a lot fucked. of people just ran through the gate that shouldn't have even been there. But I wonder if, like, the uh, the venue's at fault for not having adequate security. Um, you know what we need? More guns. Yeah, it's wild. At the gate. <laughs> Look at that shit, man. Yeah, bro, and there's, there's security guards, quote-unquote security guards, that are over trying to trip kids from getting in and shit. I didn't even see this one. Holy shit, dude. What makes you, like, want to go to the concert that bad that you're going to do that? It's well, not worth it. <clears throat> Honestly, I was reading about kind kind of this this morning. Um, Basically, everybody's like, why is violence, like, there's uptick in violence in our city? Like, what were the murder rates in Philly? Like, what are, what were the murder rates for, like, the last five years, Gilmore, in Philly? Because basically what this whole thing, this whole study was, and they were trying to figure out, like, what makes people, like, the fundamental goal of this one, you know, study, I, I guess, scientists, social scientists, he was trying to figure out what motivated people to commit murder. Like what? So is it being poor? Is it poverty? Like, are you more likely to commit murder if you don't have one of your parents around? Uh, okay. Like, Seriously. all you know what I'm saying? Like, some indicators. Why? Like the why do you commit murders? Why do you think to commit a murder? Like all, like the whole gamut. This guy studied, right? Um, because people always want to fall back on like, well, you know, if you're less fortunate, you're more likely to fall up into the system, like. And all this, and this guy okay, really, yeah, yeah. really found this not to be really that true, right? And so he started studying like murders and things, like as much data as he could get his hands on. Like from he was going to courthouses and looking up stuff that's not even in computer systems. He's doing it like city by city, to basically, see, not like yeah, not town to, like everything he yeah, could find. He's trying to see if there's even in the world, like he could just oh, like okay. just like what makes people tick. Did he get anything like a common thread? Yeah, and he found because like governments have like a un like they have a monopoly on violence. Like yeah, governments, I know what you mean, yeah. Your government's the only like you have the authority for it. They're the only people that are allowed to commit violence. Yeah, and be like, we just did that. Yep, we just dropped a drone into your house. Yep, and they're like, yeah, check please, thanks. Yep, and when that authority evaporates because it's a very thin veil. Like the police and our government and everything, and that respect for that evaporates even just a little bit. Uh-huh. Violence goes through the roof. Yeah. So the guy found, like in his studies, like when you examined countries 
over time or civilizations over time, like when they lost, and we just happened to talk about this in the sovereign individual. So Mm -hmm. it's like really weird that this other book is like, which is written like really recently, um, elaborated on the fact that like when that like presence of authority evaporates, everybody's just like, whatever. There's no, there's no value system anymore. So even though the government's bad in in a lot of ways, the presence and like the ability for like the government to come in and just like take you out mm-hmm. for taking somebody else out, mm-hmm. once that goes away, yeah. it's anybody's game. So what their, you're their seeing, base instincts and shit. Yeah, what yeah. you're seeing isn't like people home or inner city crime going up, like or like anything. One of those like factors specifically, right? What you're seeing is the complete erosion of the authority systems in our cities. Right. So because of all the movements for, like, um, defund the police and right. all of that, people within the cities, like, subconsciously, like, this study was done on, like, that level. Yeah, yeah. Subconsciously, as a civilization, we no longer respect the only authority that's capable of enforcing no murders. So therefore, because we don't respect the only authority that's capable, yep. there's murders. And I read that, and I was like, oh, Dude, that, that, that makes me think <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Dude, South America. It just makes you want to stay inside and watch, like, Lassie on Netflix. Yeah, right. Cartel areas, like, in South America, that, I mean, that's what you're making me think of because they, they probably have no respect. They, like, they know they can't get busted when the cops are, like, either afraid or under their payroll. Like, think about the prevalence of. Yeah, it's kind of different down there because I mean, for sure. they're, they're, like, the cartels are the power. Ah. It's not like the other, like, it's a very big mm. facade for people to think that, like, the government is after them. <laughs> because they're oh, yeah. very much, like, everybody gets paid by that and is on that supply chain. Or, like, there's such an economy surrounding that, that, like, if it disappeared, there would be a lot of people that would be like, well, what do we do now? Right, right, right. That's a good point. So, we like, it's the same thing with, like, um, like the militarization of, like, our economy like they're just motivated to keep it around because like just business and everybody you know like the the violence and stuff are a side effect but like if one if one cartel entity took it in force of all of them and then like legitimized their force just a different authority then if then nobody would be really like all right cool like right we're just gonna stay in line because these people are gonna roll into you know yeah so it's kind of like it's really tricky because you you want to get so personal about it and be like, oh, America's eroding or this, that, or the other thing. And then people are like, no, that's not the case. Or, yeah, it is the case. Or, there never was America. Or, America sucks. Or, it was never good. It's like you can keep saying that, but that murder rate's going to keep going up every time you say that. Exactly. It's like every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings or some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time you say America sucks, somebody's Glock goes off. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, unfortunately, that's like. I mean, look at it. Makes sense to me. Obviously, I'm not a social scientist. I'm a dude with a podcast. That's a straight line right there. Ooh, okay, so we looked this up and we didn't even get into it. My second bad. from the left, I think was was the amount. Is the total all right? So of the year we got three fifteen in twenty seventeen, three fifty three in twenty eighteen. This is murders in Philly, mm-hmm. and then. 2018, 2019 stayed fairly consistent. Three, f- we had 353 and f- 356 in 2019, and then 2020 we had just 
one shy of 500. It's alarming. Right. So that's, you know. That's a pretty big. Almost 150 increase. Mm -hmm. For those of us short on math skills. We call that numeracy. Um, but all the that's years before that, like that's for like seven years. In the beginning, it wasn't that big of a leap. That's a massive. Let's leap. go into twenty twenty. Can we look at like the murders in twenty twenty by month, Not and there. then see like we can Google it though. We got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll know it murders by month because like we'll be able to see like was it like. I don't think it w- the protest started, and then it was way after the protest that this stuff started going up, I think. Yeah, maybe crime maps and stats. Right there says 400 people through September of this year. Okay, so Philly surpasses 400 people murder in 2021. Jeez. We're right on tick. Oh, here we go. Maybe we could probably pull these numbers down. Down here, dude. Year we go. Twenty twenty crime stats report. And we're going to get into a PDF here, boys. Jesus, Google Drive. We're going to get. Oh, dude, you're into somebody's. The city's Google Drive. Good job. Uh, this is by weeks. Drop a doc in there, dude. It's set up by weeks, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're not looking at all this. That's a lot. But anyway. Yeah, it's a lot. It it really comes down to, like, the people, the, the especially, like, the youth who, who are going through that, like, maturing phase of their life where, like, authority is already, like, a questioned thing. Yeah, and they don't have the... F- the and now imagine, like, oh, well, the police don't matter. It's like, all right. Yeah, don't look towards the future, you know. And it it's really... You really have to think about it more so... Like, that's just murders, right? Yeah. It's not just murders that are up. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense that just murders are up. So, like, robberies are probably up. Rapes are probably up. Just general attacks on people are up. Yeah, they got everything there. Not that we're going to go through it, but... Theft from person, theft from auto. And you know it's not because the population is growing year after year, too. Like, to go from 350 murders to 500... A lot of murders. It's not going to be because more people live there. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah, it was just um. I don't know. It's kind of funny because there were so many people when the when Donald Trump said Philly's a bad place, a lot of bad stuffs happened Philly. There's so many liberals that were like making T-shirts and like being like mocking what he said, mm-hmm. making money. And I messaged one of them, being like, "Dude, you seriously making shirts off this? Like, ah, oh boy." Like, it is a bad place. He's not kidding. And they're like, whatever. And then, like, a couple weeks later, the riots started happening, and people were blowing ATMs up and stuff like that. And people were like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm looking at apartments in Conchi. And it's like, <laughs> all right, well, what happened to the city, bro? It's mm-hmm. like, what happened to Northern Liberty? What, you're like, all of a sudden, it's just not such, you know, you guys are making T-shirts and joking around and being like, oh, Trump's an asshole, but you're leaving the city. Yeah, shit gets real and you dip. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're you're joking about it, but you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Like something didn't sit right with me about that. Right. No, like it's not my life. Like I don't care what you do at the same time. But like, don't be adding fuel to the fire and then being like, <laughs> you know what? Actually, and it's kind of scary. Yeah, you're just an instigator. <laughs> Actually, we're gonna take this money we made from these T-shirts about how Philly's violent. 
You just did. Was I it? knew I knew four people that did that. Jeez. Wow. Separately, they don't even know each other. <laughs> like people were like, "Oh, dude!" Like every time Trump said something, like these this one group of people I know, like would just like try and make shirts from what he was saying. Like, just like pop it off, and then eventually, like I mean, I don't even know if they made money. I don't even know that well. No, so many people got rich off of Trump, though. In terms of entertainment. And yeah, everybody's not making course. any money now that Trump's gone. Yeah, that's They're true. They're still reporting on him. Yep. Like, Trump's going to come back. They want him to come back. Yeah, they want, bro. They want the, that money. The, the media is going to subconsciously get Trump reelected because they're just going to talk about him so much. He's going to be top of mind. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, he's so stupid. He wants conservative values, and he wants kids to be in school and healthy. And people are going to be like, yeah, we want that. And they're going to be like, he's the devil. He drinks water and Coca-Cola and McDonald's and he's the devil. Like, <laughs> we do that. Like, yeah, oh, shit, dude. Dick bags. Be like, I'm Trump. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Tyler's going to come in around that time. And he's going to be like, yo, guys, I didn't know, you know this, but I'm 25% Trump. It's <laughs> about the 25. It's about the 25. Yeah, dude, we, we, know, we know 50% of what Tyler's made up of. You gotta guess on the rest. That's silent. That's just science right there. We believe in it. Isn't Jewish some of that? Jewish? Aren't like part Jewish? No. No, Never mind. I'm I'm not offended. No, no, no. No. Okay. No, seriously, though, the reason why he scoffed at that, I'll dig him out of this grave. I was at a scoff. It was like, oh, it was shocking. It was. You know why it's shocking that Gilmar made such a mistake? And I'll tell you why. If he was Chinese and Jewish, he'd be a billionaire. That's a good combo. That's a money combo. They, yeah, like, they are pretty he set just, up. Like, he would be set combo. up. He would have invested in crypto. He would have invented crypto. Yeah, he got the work ethic. He would have NFTs coming out of his pockets. Yeah. Right? <laughs> fum, 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 fum. It's flying out of his you pockets. You know what I'm saying? The Red Army would recruit him. The Red Army, dude. Shit, now yeah, you I like the NFTs and it's shit. Like Foot Clan, yeah, bro. Dude. The Nazis had the goose up. What do you think the Red Army has? The dumpling hop, bro. Whoa! Hey, yo. That's just facts, bro. I didn't even have to think of it. Dumpling hop, dude. That's what it is. And, uh, dude, you're all wrong. They got the egg roll. Hey. Oh. Too clean. Too clean, dude. Well, I let, you, I let you hop out in front of the fire so I could have time to think. Yeah. That's what it was. Fair enough. It's a good team we have here. Yeah, we start fires, we put them out. Yeah, right away. <laughs> right away. <yeah. laughs> Don't let it breathe. Because fire is scary. Yeah, fire is scary. Um, if it's not safe in Philly. Yeah, fuck around and get burned. Philly's pretty tight on all the mass shit, too, and the vaccine stuff, too. Uh, they've uh, kind of. I haven't been in Philly in kind of. two years, and someone was telling me that the other day that they're, I didn't think they were as tight about that shit as New York was, and apparently I honestly told they are. In full mm-hmm. disclosure, I haven't gone to Philly too often since the pandemic at nighttime. Right. And that's just because why bother? Yeah. Go down. Like, it's just kind of like, I just didn't want to deal with the masks and the part. Like, it just seemed like it just lost its luster. That's what I mean. Maybe, maybe just, maybe it's not that bad and it isn't, but like, it just, it sounds like it's just kind of like it's getting on with it. And, you know, Philly will still be here. It's been here for, it's the start of this country, so until the Tyler's cousins come through and take us out. They're just waiting on the signal, baby. We're just going to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just waiting just waiting on the signal. signal. We won't rename it. Got him. You guys are good. Don't worry. All right, bet. Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. The agro capital. 
<laughs> I made him Russian, dude. I don't know what I was going to Yeah, what the hell? No, he's Chinese-Russian, dude. Chinese-Russians. That's, um, that's a combo. That's, that's, that's a combo. That's a super-villain combo. Yeah, yo. That's powerful. That's, that's dangerous. You'll get... you. I'm pretty sure every Chinese-Russian in America right now is on a list. Like, the FBI oh. is actively watching you. Just to see if you accidentally slip up. That can't be a long list, either. You know what, though? Honestly, they'll probably just plant something on you. So be careful, you Chinese Russians. Chinese if you're Russian. listening and you're Chinese Russian, I'm, I'm you listening. have to just know, even if you're a good person, you have to be safe out there. You got to watch your back, man. You got to watch your back. The federales are at, like, they're going to set list. you up. Yeah, I'd right? stay inside if I were you. Still, I mean, Tyler's dual citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's fine. Damn right. <laughs> Off that one trip. Yeah, yeah, one trip, one trip, one, two citizenships. One trip wonder. He just bought his way <laughs> one in. Trip one trip wonder. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Boy, that was important. Yeah, that was great. One trip wonder. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Yo, what do you mean you never heard that before? Yeah, nah. I don't know why you reminded me of this time I went to Mexico. I lost my passport. What, Gilmar reminded you of Mexico? Yeah, 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 yeah. The dual, the dual whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, yo. Don't you put that evil on me, bro. He is wearing a... Don't you put that evil on me, dog. He is wearing a Yankees hat. He is. <laughs> what the fuck? Does, okay, anyway. The Yankees. Okay. Anyway, there's a dual citizenship thing reminding me. I lost my passport in Mexico in the airport when I arrived. Just like a straight jump. Mm. And long story short, I had to go through this whole process to get a temporary one from the embassy. They actually give you like a paper map to go into downtown Cancun, and it's like a treasure hunt. You got to find a Kodak booth. It's like a quarter the size of this room in like a downtown market area. You got to pay a guy to take headshots of you, pay him in cash, and you got to courier this shit back to the embassy, and they like give it to somebody out back who goes to another building, and they make like a temporary passport for you to get back to the U.S. And after all this shit, I finally get it. I go to the bank across the street to get money to get back to the hotel. And they wouldn't give me the money because they said it's a fake passport after all that shit, dude. Oh, man. So I ended up walking back. What if they scammed like, you and they made dude, you a fake, fake passport? Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I mean, you know what you kind of is. They just made what, the shit in a shack somewhere out there, dude. You know what they... Yeah, that shack was called an embassy with <laughs> fortress around it. But anyway. <laughs> it wasn't. Here's what, we talk, here's what we're talking about here. Why didn't you change your name on your fake passport and then come back to the United States to somebody else? Dude, whole different my life. one chance, bro. I should have. One shot, one opportunity. You got to be looking out for these things. I kept the OG name, dude. You kept the how name. I did. Yeah, dude. You Ooh. could have been Mike Tyson. <laughs> did you throw the E onto the end of your name to, like, spice it up? Dude, do you know how often people think it's it's ho? Just ho? Not how? To this day. Constant. Huh. Maybe it is, and you're living it, a lie. It could be. You know, yeah, Chinese When I come back to the motherland, I mean, that's Who what it is. Who would we talk to about this? A linguist? Yeah. Be like, how would you say this name? What is your, what is your, what, like, how? Like, what, what is that? That's English. That's English? That's from my dad's side. Okay. Yep. We're speaking English then. I'm straight, like, Mayflower lineage. Really? Yeah. So, explain to me, so the Mayflower, what made a stop in Singapore and... Different sides of the fam. Okay, so it came in generationally. My mom's, my mom who's got the Chinese blood. Her dad was from Australia, and he was an architect in Singapore, and he helped design like the airport there and buildings in the financial district. And my uh, 
grandma was 100% Chinese. They met in Singapore, and that's how that side mm. popped off. And Cons- then my dad's Conspiring, so they're like, we will make a family and then come to the, China, yeah. come to the United States and th- overthrow the government. And I'm, I'm the great weapon. Weapon X? Years later. Damn. All right, so you're from the northern of England, the Orkney Islands, technically. There right, we go. You're an islander. I'm and you're an island boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, um, does it say where to pronounce it? Uh, uh, I think it would say it up at the top, maybe. Nah, no, but you can pay to do something. Oh, God. You can pay to Wikipedia to make up stuff. Still have never done that. Honestly, I don't know. There should be a Wikipedia on me and Gilmar. Yeah, dude, that show. But, like, not individually as a, as a couple. Yeah, together? How? Yeah. Well, give me ears. How? Huh. Perfect. How? Okay. How? For the people in the back. How? 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 Exactly. How? Have you ever thought about going going a little crazy with it and just like having a you know a chieftain with his hand up on your business card and be like, How money? I'll try it out for a month, man. We're down for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Connect to your audience. <laughs> How money. I think uh in today's society I get shut down pretty quick on that one. But maybe I could claim it. A little you know American what? in the blood. You yeah, I mean tell me wrong. They tried to shut them. They tried to shut the Mayflower thing down, but they got here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, build a boat, man. dude. Just build a boat and sail it. Um, how? Inter- how? Interesting. I feel like we got a lot done today. <laughs> we just bullshitted for an hour. <laughs> I know because we had like a good episode of just like, wow, well, this is mortgage. Just. And then Tyler told us how good he is at his job and how much money he makes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tyler. Full disclosure, had it all. Yeah. How much it's money true. do you I make? I was like, yo, Tyler, penny. what makes... I asked Tyler a good question. I was like, Tyler, would you make... You know, if one of your kids asked, you know, or said they were going to be a loan officer, what would you say? And you'd be like, heck, yeah. Stack the money. Yeah. That's what you said. You said maybe. You said absolutely not. And then he told us how much money he makes, too. And then he was like, absolutely, kid. You could be... Produced pay stubs and everything. Yeah, yep. Yeah, well, I mean, we ask all our guests to present W-2s <laughs> at the door. <laughs> Prior to admission. Yeah, we need to know what you made before and after taxes. Yeah, we can't time. get duped. If you come on here and be like, hey, we got a baller on the show tonight, you got a ball. Yeah. We've not. been duped in the earlier episodes. Yeah, we're not making face pack, like fake passports over here, you know? You know <sighs> what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we have to authenticate. This is the real deal. Yeah, man. Soon we get in out of the country. This year, I should hit, uh, no joke, should be like 100, 100 million loan volume. Not 100 million revenue to me, but, you know. <laughs> 100 million loan, loan, a lot loan of loans. volume. It's like 280 loans. 280 loans. Shotgun. Yeah. Wait, so shit, how long does it take you to, you know, work on a loan or... Um, Gilmore rescuing the episode. Yeah, bro, you get real with it. I'm just asking. I'm I mean, I, I would say the average average timeline for general purchase is like 60 days. I actually like it that long because I like people to see shit unfold when they're buying a house. But over the last like three and four years, there's been a lot of pressure to close 
in like 30 days or less. What do you mean see shit unfold? Like see the stuff break down on the house? Yeah, like see focus whatever. on your inspections first. Like get your appraisal after you know that you've cleared the inspections because we don't want people to pay for the appraisal if shit's going to fall apart and now, you, now you're paying for the appraisal for no reason. Yes, yeah, so you, so. you want people to have an opportunity to like look through, the, like do their due diligence. Yeah, like step by step and not not you know running concurrent where you're doing your inspections and we're getting the appraisal and we're shopping your homeowner's insurance and we're doing all the shit to wrap up in two to three weeks there's just been so much pressure to do that not to blame realtors on that but i feel like it comes from realtors just like uh everybody else i mean blame them you'd be surprised like some realtors just slap a closing date on there like three or four weeks away without talking to anybody about it and the client's might not even necessarily want to close that quick. So set an expectation. I'm always trying to pump the brakes a little bit. Like to be a good lender now, you have to close that. Like you have to be able to close that quick, but I don't like to, people to feel rushed or not have a chance to see, see shit unfold step by step. So do you find yourself wasting time. You like wasting your time because people rush it together. There's more deals that fall through because people are like, Oh wait, we didn't know that. And then like, you're like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas previously people would be like, all right, well, we found out that this wasn't good. We didn't waste your time. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the big one is, like, we're gunning for that appraisal too soon. I mean, we have people pay with a credit card usually, so once that's done, it's done. Um, yeah, I mean, especially over the last two years, man, the amount of people just, like, making offers and saying they'll, they won't even do an inspection, they'll just skip the inspection. I mean, that, that to me still is, like, crazy. I mean, I mean we kind of have to do that right now. And yeah. everything we look at, there's that's a little different for you guys. So you have like the wherewithal to deal with some shit, but like yeah, but we're buying against people that might not. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, like that's you can't strength, underwrite. Though. You can't underwrite the fact that like you could be bidding against like a husband and wife that it's like we're gonna get our house and make it our dream home ourselves, uh-huh. and we're like, you know, relatively set up to do things like that efficiently. Right, I'd like to think so. It's like kind of weird to think that somebody it's. In my opinion, it, at the same, I like it's it's a weird feeling I have. I'm like, you're a complete idiot, but I also respect the shit out of you at the same time. Waving the inspection kind of stuff. Well, there's people that just get into like waving the inspection, yeah. waving the appraisal. Getting in, we're gonna renovate it anyway, and it's like, mm, but you guys like you guys haven't even hired a contractor yet. Dude. You guys are just gonna buy this place without a single bit of knowledge just because you got to fight the deal. But people are willing to do it because. You know, they're going after their dream, and they're risking it for the biscuit, and I kind of respect that in a way. Dude, you know what a big a big one I learned a couple of years ago? I think this is back in 2018. I had a client buy a flip, and uh, the town hadn't reassessed the taxes yet. It was so recent that the taxes for them went from, like, six grand a year to, like, 8500 a year, which for somebody, like, with a fixed income and they're you know running a tight budget like that was such a huge problem dude they ended up selling that house like a few years later um because just from the jump they were uncomfortable with that payment so that was a big i still fall back on that experience for people i tell them like if i can if i look it up online and i can tell it's a flip and i can see in the tax history that it hasn't changed yet i'm like yeah like do a little bit more work on with your realtor to see if they're like anticipating that to be reassessed or why? Because the taxes will go up, and then yeah, you have to pay man. more. But what's twenty five hundred bucks more? To some people, dude, like. But like that was a that how much was that house? Like a two hundred and sixty thousand dollars house, you know. So for like you know a teacher and somebody else with a fixed salary income, you know, like that's their car payment. Now they're like shit. So I guess what that 
I guess that will, you know. The, the whole fixed income thing has always been something that's just very weird to me. It's like, why not set yourself up like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you can't, it shouldn't be that way anymore. Like, we should definitely be educating against that. Yeah. If I, I don't have kids, so I say a lot of shit like this, and then I don't have kids, so whatever. But if I were to ever test that out, like, on Gilmar's kids, I would, you know, because think about it. You you have culinary experience, photography experience, videography experience. If, like, you next week were like, oh, I'm going to go do this. There's a lot of things that you could do, like, put together with that. Maybe you got to, like, there's some struggle time. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of people are just, they think, like, oh, well, I just have to do this job forever. It's like, well, no, think think more about, like, what you can put together There's a, not. There's a security, though, in having a guaranteed salary, you know, and there might be, depending on what we're talking about, yeah. there might be a defined ceiling on that, but you at least have, like, vacation time and you know what you're going to be getting paid in three months from now. I don't ever know when I'm going to get paid 60 days from the day I'm talking about it. So it's just more risk, more reward. I couldn't go back to that, tell you that much. Never. So. Yeah, you're you're right. But I would like to see people explore that. Just go make pies. Especially if they're miserable, dude. Make pies, have a pie business on the side or something. I don't know. Side hustle. Only fans. Dude, I saw a baker on Instagram. Their their name was Only Flans. Nice. Yeah, dude. I oh. thought you were going to say you saw a baker on, on Only, Only Flans. Yeah, I kind of thought. And I was like, the, the crossover we didn't ask for. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Dude, I'm just going to get out of here before I say anything yeasty. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got five or six cannons ready to go right now. You got to get me out of here. I, I still want to hear dude, him after, dude. dude. I got I got OnlyFans names coming through my head right now for bakers. If you're a baker and you're wanting to start an OnlyFans, <laughs> hit me up. I got names. I got fire names coming out. Right now. I'm not even gonna say them out loud. <laughs> yeah, don't. But they exist. Yeah, don't. Do in that. the in my uh, Andrew sphere. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Do you like how how are like how's business been? Is things like still pretty consistent? Are you s- you know, yeah. steady. Are you seeing a downturn? Is the recession coming? Is the recession? You know, what's interesting about that is so many people think there's going to be a, just a straight collapse. But I, what caused that before was people being, people having the ability to to take on those responsibilities for loans that they should have never even been allowed to to get. I mean, they just made it. Yeah, but the time before that was like. People giving, you know, people taking leveraged risks in their companies, like financial investments and stuff like that. So it's always like I'm people taking over. What, what I'm saying, what overzealous. What caused that before is not not existing today. Like it's not possible for somebody who makes thirty grand a year to have five properties that they lied about their income like that. Yeah, but what if there was like a a commercial business? That had five properties that all their oh. people work virtually now. Like, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like the collapse so of the problem def- just shifts to the corporate side and not the individual. It could. I mean, yeah, especially because they don't play by the same rules as far as having bailouts and shit like that, which then causes them. And then you just have like. more inflationary. Than you just have I Am Legend in Philly. You just have <laughs> vacant skyscrapers. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that, dude. Yeah, didn't Zillow do that? And I know. Yeah, we talked about, about that. Yeah. Are you going to bring up the other podcast again? 
Jeez. What? No. Um, with the Zillow with the leverage. Yeah. Device. Oh yeah, I'm getting rid of that portfolio, dude. Seven thousand houses. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Eh. yeah. I don't know what would make. It seems stupid. It seems so stupid what they did. I don't know who was advising it's them or like who the thought worst that was possible a- timing. You timed it the worst. You're buying everything top heavy. You're buying shit at a premium. I don't know who. Like, why would you not snatch up all the properties when shit's down and there's no buyers in the streets? Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Speaking of, like, when shit's down, I saw that State Farm is backing Aaron Rodgers for not getting the vaccine or whatever. You don't see many companies doing that. And you know. taking the risk. You know what's funny about that is State Farm is, like, an actuary business. Like, they they literally make money. Right. Off of calculating risk. Yep. They have people that do it for a living. Yep. So don't you think there's probably people within that company that calculated like, hey, this is which way we should go on this. This is our market share in rural towns. This is our market share in urban towns. This is our market uh, share in vaccine places. Not that. And they calculate it all together and they're like, America's going this way. Right. We're going to be the first to like kind of like ramp this up. Are you talking about Zillow? Are you talking about State Farm? State Farm. Zillow's in the tank. They're in a lot of trouble. Well, you got that battle between what you think the numbers say from that actuary perspective versus not necessarily knowing what the median shit will do. Like you look at our boy uh, yeah, but Dave Portnoy dealing with that shit. I feel like State Farm, though, is analyzing data, whereas the media yeah. is kind of like, oh, everything's so bad, get the vaccine, this, everything. State Farm over here is like, eh, we got the data. Yeah, well, maybe they just make their moves quietly then. You know yeah. what I mean? It seems like they're they're like, hey, we're going to come out into the open for the first time. <laughs> Take a whole bunch of shit we don't need to. Yeah, right. I don't know. I guess somebody re- requested that he they comment on the whole thing. Yeah, why did they say anything? <laughs> yeah, because he, he is a spokesperson for State Farm. He's sure. always in their commer- he's always in their commercials, like in the backyard with all the dads around the barbecue, and they're like throwing. Or maybe it's at the Wranglers commercial. I can't remember. They said it right there. Respect everyone's right to make a choice based on their personal circumstances. They at least took a side on it. Yeah, by kind of taking no side. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna take the no side side. I like that side. It's a very neutral side. I, some people don't think you should have a choice. That's the other side. I'm saying that's yeah. I agree with you. I think this is the side I would be on. I mean, we encourage. I encourage, like, hey, if you need a vaccination, get it. Um, but if you don't want to, that's good. For, yeah, yeah, fine. Whatever. Yeah, I haven't like been totally up to date on it, but seeing that shit about, I think Biden trying to put it on kids. Uh, <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah. one thing. But private businesses, they're trying to mandate it for private businesses. I don't yeah, know but it's a hundred employees or more. Uh, Do you have 100 employees? I don't, but I'm part of a company that has 7,000 employees. <sighs> I mean, that's the reason I brought it up, because I got guys on the team that are like, we're not doing that. Yeah, so, dude, we'll sell so these sell like, these loans someplace else. Kind of curious to see what comes down the pipe. Move, I wouldn't do it. Move to Singapore. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask somebody to do that. Yeah, against their will. or no. it's Interesting. It's inhuman. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. Interesting. I just don't get how they took the the healthcare workers in the city, like all the nurses and shit, and they, you thought it'd be better to clear house of all those people and bring in, like, what was it, the National Guard or something? Like, 
how are you trading your perceived risk of like transmission rates versus literally losing all your qualified personnel who care for people? That's yeah. that's the trade off. My like, my wife used to be a nurse, and Corona was like a blessing in disguise because like once this came around, like they were asking them to spray Lysol inside their masks and all this stuff. So I was like, Jesus. I was like, okay, so you guys are in the front lines of this stuff. I was like, I just quit. Because it wasn't really worth it to me to be like... It wasn't even really the corona that was the problem. It was the... It was like the scheduling. Like there was no shifts. Because she worked in like kind of like an operating setting. So they just go... There like, was no operations. So like they were just like, hey, um, you just don't have any hours. Fuck. So yeah. she was like, all right, well, I guess I just... You know, I'll just go get a different job then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. And... um. It was just kind of like the the admin side of like the hospitals because she worked in several of them. The admin side of the hospitals prior to Corona was a clusterfuck right. in all of her hospitals. I believe that. Like, won't name names. Right, right, right. It's the major ones in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, it was just kind of like, and when you would hear the way they would make decisions or leadership decisions or motivational things or like disciplinary things uh, or how they would handle any of that, you're like, who's in charge? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would always be some like late age lady always. who, who didn't really think things through or have any sense of logic or any sense of like urgency on what was important, but they'd be like, be like, hey, we'll we'll decorate the windows because that's the priority. But it's like, okay, well, we don't have enough nurses to this yeah. one patient. Why don't you like oh, help? Fuck. Like, you know, it would just be weird things like that. And I'd always be like, damn, like you grow up thinking so much, so highly of like medical system, and then you grow up to hear like, wow, that's a scary setting to work in. Imagine like being the patient. So you know, when the chance the chance came for her to leave, like, and people all the time, like, especially like my family, were like, "You obviously quit because you're scared of Corona," uh, and I'm like, "No, that's not actually what the like." Yeah. She, she hated hated like the the leadership and atmosphere of that world already. So like before Corona even happened, I was like, "You'd be a kick ass nanny as like a transition to like what you want to do next. Just be a nanny." Yep. You're a nurse, like you're you know you're a go get like parents around here. Like, love that shit. They need help. That's the right approach. Mm-hmm. And, like, we would talked about it a couple of times. Like, oh, that would be kind of cool. And then Corona came around. And I'm like, the time is now. Yep. And she, like, a li- maybe a little hesitation, not much on her end. Because we're a lot of, like, in that regard. Like, you just see the deal. You get it. Yeah. And I was like, everybody is home right now on Zoom. Yeah. Stuck with these fucking children. Give, seize the day. Carpe diem. Uh-huh. Like, so she put her, like like resume up on like a couple of these nannying sites and hers were like yeah it was like ching like all day or like whatever it was like just like the notification on her phone like going off people being like oh we want to do a zoom interview we want to do this like and it was very easy for her to transition out like she didn't even have like i think she had like a week off between or like maybe two weeks off between being a nurse and being right back in it damn it literally boom yeah i i mean i love hearing that shit dude like so much better life too like doesn't have to, to like the, and the, just the change of, like, everything from being, like, unappreciated to, like, yeah. the most appreciated. Yeah. From being, like, o- owning your shit. no boss but all the risk right. to, like, all the reward, all the risk. Like, yeah. when you're a nurse, 
you we don't really think about it the way they do, but they're like that's true. They're taking risks and like they're hands on. They're hands on, so like they're administering drugs per someone's recommendation. Like if there's not a nurse, like people aren't reporting properly, and like they forget to mention they gave you the drugs or like somebody if somebody is an idiot when it matters, which is like you know, a decent amount of them. Yeah. Like you hear these stories and you're just like, wow. Now I'm scared shitless to go to hospitals. To be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't been one in years. Just don't go. <laughs> I've only experienced, uh, like Nick use for my kids, and I gotta tell you that that stuff impressed me. I, I'm sure it's, it's all depends on where you were, but those are the people I came across. That's with, a tough with, job. Were there because they wanted to be there, and um, I've I've we've had a few stints of that. I speak very highly of those ladies and gents that work on those floors. It's it's got to be brutal, man. That's a job that. Like, if you're, that's kind of like being, like, SVU in the police force. Like, dealing with, like, people that, like, are dealing with, like, child porn and stuff like that. Like, you have to really be, like. Yeah, dude, you get the sense to that shit. Yeah, you, gotta you, ha- be. Yeah, you have to be so passionate about helping the people that you kind of, like, look past, the, like, the difficulty of the situation. Yeah. Because, like, when you're dealing, like, in the NICU with, like, you know, that fragility. Yeah. Like, you're just, like. It's like the smallest portion of life. It's just, it's crazy to me that, that that's their day-to-day. Like, it's something that you hope you never experience and you do, and these people are there every fucking day. I mean, we were there because my son, Grayson, had, he had a combination of, like, a RSV, some kind of, like, respiratory virus, and he had, ironically, coronavirus, but not this shit. He had two, and it was, like, developing into pneumonia. But when the, he had that when he was, less than a year old he had that like months after being born and when they're that young they don't really they don't really do much for him like you can't just hook them up with a bunch of drugs and shit like they really just monitor them give them some kind of shit to try to open up the pathways but like other than that like you're kind of just like you, you know they're extremely precautious so the the first sign of something going bad like they go into fucking level 10 on the shit and they'll like what is the term intubate or whatever put the tube down intubate like, they'll do that pretty quickly if they catch wind that they're having trouble breathing. So we're on a floor, and, like, you know, we're just monitoring that shit, and there's people on other sides of us that are, like, getting wheeled out to go get intubated, and you're just, like, waiting, like, wondering if that's going to fucking be you. Like, that that's, that was the stressful shit. That's a humbling experience, I bet. Yeah, and it, can, it just gave me a big appreciation for all the people that helped us out. I was like, damn, man, you ladies are fucking golden. They got a great attitude, you know? Um, and they have an appreciation for, like... I mean, for whatever technology they could harness, they did. Which hospital were you guys at? That was at the, uh, what's that, the one on Route 1 down by Princeton, a newer hospital. I think it's like Penn Med. It's Mm -hmm. in Plainsboro, technically. Mm -hmm. Um, My nephews were born there. It's a nice, it's a nice spot from what I experienced. Nice. uh, I don't know if, I feel like that's that's a special part of the hospital, though, you know. That's what I feel like. Your kid came in with that 25%. Right, it's like I'm Chinese. Oh, yeah, I'm coming yeah, in with the Corona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he flashed him. He flashed him a, gl- a glimpse of that flag in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, Red Army, do you take care of me?" Came in flexing. I'm here. Yeah, yeah I'll be back for all of you if you don't take care of me. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! Yeah, man. yeah, seriously, that's good. Good for your girl, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear that shit, dude. I mean, I, I kept a low profile last year because it was a great time in real estate, but I knew it wasn't for a lot of people. So, it. It's weird, though, because, like, there was a lot of people that, like, it started out not so great, and then it ended great. Right. And I love seeing that shit. 
which because like they kind of just like challenge came and they just moved. There was a lot of people where challenge came and they did not move and they just got like run over by the Straight challenges. Up. And you know, another podcast, another day, I guess. But that's just really the like there. There's always like a role to be played in every sort of like relationship. Like you have your hero, you have your villain, you have your victim, and all of that. Yeah. And it like in leadership, they kind of teach you how to like when someone's like always playing the victim, like how not to let them play that. Mm. And it's kind of weird that, like, all this information is available to us, like, from psychology to, you know, different things that, like, we know work, and we're just not practicing them in our country at all. So you really just, like, these people in general, like, generalness, like, these people. Yeah. um, It just, like, the nature of our, our country is to go to being a victim right now. Oh, yeah. So anybody that chose otherwise... It seemed like 2020 killed it for them. Dude, it, it was like a year where you either had a blowout year or you had a terrible yeah. year. And it really, I don't know, I didn't really look into this too much, but it'd be interesting to see, like, how people's mentalities played in their life. Dude, how many new businesses do you think started? So many. Like, it's such a big year for entrepreneurship. So many. I feel mm-hmm. like too many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too many. A bunch of people need to shut down their construction businesses and go back to working for other people. Bro. And I'm not saying that as, like, an asshole thing. No, dude. It's just, like, there's too much shit to do, and there's nobody to do it. Yeah. So it's, like, the economy is, like, expanded in some areas, but contracted in other areas. So it's, like, expanded in availability and, like, financial availability because, like, there's such a surplus of money in the market. But there hasn't been a surplus of people in the market, so there's not enough people to go around with how much money has been given out. Mm -hmm. That's just, like... So you were saying before, dude, the amount of shitty... And just predatory businesses and services that are propped up by just the scarcity of those services on the marketplace, and they're just scammed by. Yeah, just those people need to go out. There's probably a lot of people that were like, "Oh, well, there's so much construction going on right now. I'll quit my job and start flipping or whatever. The stop fuck. flipping, or I'll be a contractor now." Yeah, and then like, you know, you know, good for them if they make it. Yeah, I guess dude. it's just. It, it's unfortunate for our con like it's good for them on like a micro level it's great for all of those people that went out seize the day carpe america you know it's great for all those people yeah. on a micro level but when you get on a national level you got a bunch of people trying to trudge their own way and everybody's going like different directions nobody's working together on mm-hmm. like a, a level anymore yeah. and based upon the sovereign individual it's only going to get worse as, like, nationalism and everything evaporates. Yeah. So, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, America is amazing. But on my other hand, I've now, like, read and spent a lot of time, like, learning about, like, the calculated future, I guess. And it's like, well, should I continue to just harbor such feelings of nationalism and, like, this, like, big America f- you know, war machine, everything. Should I, should I continue down that path or should I just like hardcore just be like, nah, man, everybody for themselves mm-hmm. and just like see what I can do for my team and, Dude. you know, like Nothing make, make, team, bro. makes, you know, Yardley the biggest place in the, in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that the right mentality? Is that the new American mentality? 
Yeah, everyone from themselves. It's ev- is it is it really like it's like do I really give a shit about my neighbor if he's in the way of my team? No, but you're still talking about your team at least, not all you. Well, yeah, I mean, I like that team shit. Yeah, I mean, we gotta you gotta have like a whole like we're gonna like run shit, right? In the new America, you can't do it by yourself. Can't be like completely yeah. alone. Dude. I mean, if you do that, you're probably a wizard. <laughs> wizard, right? Wizard my, my whole team now, man, wasn't around, so I was doing Ooh. everything myself for like six and six and a half years in my. One processor quit on me last July, the biggest month I ever had. Quit at the start of the fucking month. But that forced me to find new people for the team. And, you know, now we're a team of five. But it's another example of just taking the setback but rolling forward with it and making it something better. It it secretly was the greatest shit that ever happened because she had a terrible, terrible attitude. Um, So it's like the biggest blessing now. Yeah, Vicky. Vicky, fucking bitch, Vicky. Processing loans incorrectly, quitting on the first of the month. Do you think about that mindset, bro? Like, who does that? You're 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 running away from growth and shit that we're achieving. You're gonna go the opposite way. You don't even want to be a part of success. Yeah. She might have pursued me, like. success someplace else. Uh, I'll tell you right now, it's a person that's had like a 20 year career in this and has capped herself and would have gone so much further than she has because of that kind of attitude. I know she'll never hear this. The only reason I'm saying it. That was my big thing. My whole thing is to bring people with me. It's not. She doesn't live in Buckingham, then. She doesn't. Everybody in Buckingham knows us. Uh, yeah, We're no. number number two fighting for the number one yeah, spot in Buckingham. Trying to get that number one. Who's number one, dude? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. They keep holding on to the spot, though. Yeah. Once we find them, though, we're going to take them out. Those pieces of shit. Yeah, building the team's important. I think um, in the apocalypse, it's going to be super important to have a killer team. So, killer and killer. Oh, you know? We got that. Boom. Gotta learn to shoot. Bang and bang. I want to know, am I able to say it's a veteran-operated team if it's mostly vets, but I'm not a vet? No. I haven't. (laughs) You tried to. Right there. I'm not going to fake the front on it. Um, I guess you, yeah, I don't. I mean, I I would, I don't know. I never want to use that as, like, a selling point anyway. Yeah, listen, like, I guess, like, it comes down to this. Like, there's no, like, the service dog thing, you know? Like, Rambo's a service dog. Right, but there's people out there that like can certify bullshit service dog. Yeah, and there's no one to like regulate any of that. That's a good. So point. there's like, and that's like not even just then. There's like emotional support dogs is something else. Like that shouldn't even be a thing. It's like okay, so you just have a dog. Right. <laughs> when people are like, oh, it's my emotional support dog. It's like okay, so it's a dog, right? It's, you don't you yeah. don't say oh this is this is like like that would be like me saying this is like my friend. Friend Gilmore. Your emotional support Gilmore. Yeah, exactly. This is my emotional support Gilmore. And it's like, no, did you see your friend? He's like, you're, he's a friend. <laughs> it's like, nah, dude, he comes everywhere with me. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, cool. He's a close friend. So he's, yeah, he's a close friend. He's a close friend. Best friend. It's like, no, he's emotional support. He supports me emotionally. It's like, oh, okay. But then there's like, so it's just kind of like, it's it's weird for me, like, I don't know. It's just that there's there's so many people that take advantage of it where it's where there is a spot. Yeah. So that like yeah. When there is a spot to like I have a hard time taking advantage of it even if it's justified to me. Yeah. That that's like a special like example Rambo. Like yeah. sometimes it's really uncomfortable for me to be like oh he's my you know. Yeah. He serves our people are like why? 
And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to get into this with you. But, like, I, they don't, they're just rude. They're just rude, simple people. He's got the credentials, though. Yeah, he's just got the vest and everything. He's legit. It checks out. He's got the creds. You know what I'm saying? He's a golden retriever. That's 25% of what you need. Yeah. Is what it is. All right. Well, we're thinking about trying to um, donate maybe to, like, homes for our troops. Have you ever heard of them? Dude, we're trying to do, we're trying to do a dog food collection thing. Go for on. Go on. For for the organization that trains Rambo, and they mainly train dogs and donate them to veterans. I like need. this. So, but we need help with this no, dog, the dog food thing. We gotta talk about that then, because I, I do I'm trying to del- I'm trying to like deliver the food. Like I'm trying. Yeah, what do you? I'm trying to. We're gonna get the details from Ariel because she has the. Are food. We ta- we're like we're like we're couriers for the food, bro. Yeah, I want so much food that like they're like that. Like next year, they're like, oh, don't don't tell Tyler and Andrew about the food. <laughs> We don't need that much food this still year. Still have food from the you year. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like <laughs> I want to bring so much food. They need to get dogs, <laughs> right? Like, I next, like that. Like, like halfway through the year, they're like, we don't have enough dogs for all this food. We need to get more dogs. That's how hard. That's how good the food went. I'm game, bro. Like full, like full commitment on the food thing. You got to get like a corn silo for the food, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I just like we're talking like. Full speed, like we'll get like. Have you ever seen like videos where like the cameraman's like chasing people, and then there's like, oh my god, they come around the corner, and it's like the cameraman's like obviously chasing. Me like Maury. Yeah. That's what the footage from this whole thing's gonna be event because Gilmore's gonna be chasing us around, like trying to capture us. But we're, we're gonna have so much food, food to get. Baby. We're gonna have so much food to get. We're gonna have to run from each place to place. I want that food cannon, bro. For drive by, yeah. Gilmore's gonna be like, dude, there's not enough room for me in the car. There's like only food in here. Be like, dude, get running, bro. Film yeah. us leaving. Yeah, fucking running the whole time behind <laughs> the truck. Yeah, dude, with, Put the, on with bikes, a pack bro. of dogs. With a pack of dogs. Put them on one of your bikes. Dogs. Like Rocky, where like he's jogging behind oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just like one dog comes in, yeah, and another dog comes in. Damn, that'd be cool shit to film that, but that'd be somebody would get bit. <laughs> Unless we got trained dogs. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about bringing the heat on dog food. That's the angle? That's what I'm thinking. We're about. supplying the organization with the food? With the food. For, okay, for the dogs that they help that they train up. for veterans. Yeah, well, that's like their that's what they need right now, I guess. Oh, okay. Ariel asked them, like, what's going on? What are we doing right now? We're organizing. Uh, I'm with it. Some dog food, but what was your thing? We double with it. Oh, uh, so I saw we, I saw a vet speak at um a sales trip like four or five years ago. So homes for our troops, they build and deliver handicap accessible homes to disabled vets, mortgage free. So they have all like you know rails if people are in wheelchairs and shit like that mm. but it's not that well known because they don't spend they have like a really good reputation for spending more than like 90 cents of every dollar donated on the house which is like a hard a lot of these places are they're either real mom and pop right or they're appropriate with their money so i'm saying but some of the big ones like aren't, aren't appropriate yeah. and that's how you know about them exactly, dude every time you're bro. at PetSmart, they're like you want to give a dollar Great for dogs point. in need it's like well how many cents go this is like exactly less than three cents go to the dogs it's I, like okay I think you can look it up online. Even I think Wounded Warrior had like a, a, a whole problem. They had a little thing back in the day. So that's why that's why I like it. I saw a guy speak on it. That that's how I learned about it. Um but I just like that you kind of organization know where your money's going and it's got a good alignment between like real estate but but is it local? Shit. No, it's not. Um it's I mean it's a national organization, so they'll do it all over. But you can go to that website and they'll they'll show you profiles of vets they've helped and they'll show the houses. Like it's really well done. But I just, I appreciate the fact they don't, they don't really go for marketing. Um, they're just about really like putting that money to the house. So Gilmar that, made the what I'm thinking. Gilmar made the dog people good video. 
Yeah. Where they where, is that a local? That's a local crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is it mainly service dogs? They well, there's two organizations. There's like the nonprofit, and then there's like the organization that kind of like supports the nonprofit, which is okay. So it's tail waggers is the dog training organization. Got it. And then Alpha Bravo Canine okay. is the organization that like purchases the dogs, pays for all their training, trains them to be service dogs, and then like integrates them with like an individual. Yeah. And there, what was that address at the bottom? Oh, so okay, the Philly based, or I guess that's just it's where a PO box. Yeah, her her facility is right on Durham Road near, um, or where they're currently at is right right near um, Organons on Durham Road. We could definitely do something on that. Yeah. I would uh I would definitely The video that. is under um if you go to the top, I think it's under hold on. Uh I guess get a service to friends and partners maybe. I don't know. I know it's up. No. That's nice. That's the they get a service dog, I guess. You can apply I was just there. All right, yeah, so you can apply to get to get the dog, I'm guessing, cost-free. Yeah, everything's cost-free. They supply all the food, all the – I don't know where the video is, dude. This is ridiculous. No, we, but, you know. We, I want to help them out with the website. I hadn't heard of that, though. A lot of people. It's a big team. Yeah, it's hard to, like – there's a lot of information on their website. I didn't know they were uh, that local either. Did you guys – Oh, guys here it is. This is the video again. My name is Tracy Ruet, and I am the puppy raising coordinator for Alpha Bravo Canine. In 2016, um, I bought a St. Bernard puppy into my home, an eight week old puppy, and he was a very big boy, and I decided to handle him. I needed to do some obedience training. So I got together with Jennifer Green at her private dog training facility, and we started um, obedience training. As I got to know Jen more, and as I enjoyed doing the dog training, I realized. Jen needed help on the puppy raising side of things at Alpha Bravo Canine. And I thought as a stay-at-home mom with three young children, it was something that would fit into my lifestyle. So in 2017, I became a puppy raiser with my family. To find puppy raisers, we advertise on local Facebook communities in the local area. At events that we go to, we have tables and information available. And sometimes it's word of mouth on the current puppy raisers that we already have. They pass on details, they see our current puppy raisers doing a great job and they think, oh, so that's something maybe I could do. The best fit for a puppy raiser would be somebody that doesn't work, however, We have had puppy raisers come into the program that have had flexibility with their jobs and have been able to take a puppy into their place of work with them if the environment is safe and it works out for everybody involved. So we do have flexibility with the type of person and their lifestyle. The cost for a puppy raiser is zero. Alpha Bravo Canine fundraises continually through the year so we actually provide no cost for our puppy raisers. All food, vets bills, medical bills, uh, equipment, um, things like crates, everything is provided by our organization. As a puppy raiser, you would have support 24-7. Jennifer Green, the dog right, training, good. and my is that, is that for people to help raise the dog before... Yeah, puppy delivering it to the final recipient. Yeah, so the puppy raisers like foster. Yeah, their okay. job is like to kind of shuffle the dog around 
or it's like to start the training too, I guess. Get yeah, like a little runway going. No, it's like all the training. Okay. Um, I mean, you have to keep up with it after you get the dog, but like they they'll train dogs for specific people. Got so it. they kind of have to like it's a long process. Like there's, no, that's I think there's someone that's been waiting for a dog for like two years now. Is the longest w- person that's waiting right now. Damn. But it's really cool to see all of them. Like they're you know really really great people, really great. So that's what we're doing. You can do your thing though. How dude? I'm I'm down for. You down for some dog food? Down to cross pollinate, bro. We'll do a little bit of both. Yeah, dude. The dog food's easy. We should. We should ask for people to subscribe on that. Yeah. That note. Come on, guys. That's like, dude, seriously? We're doing it for these these dogs out here. For the dogs. It's for the pups. And the, the veterans. Yeah. And Tyler's veteran veteran team. His veteran team. Veteran. Veteran. Operated. Veteran employed. Technically not advertised. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> You asked. It's fair. Dude. Nah, yeah, I was we just really curious. Like, is that, you know? I don't know. 25% veteran operated. 25%. Well, then technically you should be flying 25% Chinese flag off it. Yeah. I got the flag off the back of the truck, bro. Dude, got you do have a t- flag. And what, what kind of car do you have? It's Tacoma. Close. That's pretty close to China, Gilmore. <laughs> it's just right over the water. It's in Japan. 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 Yeah, they didn't like the Chinese... In Japan, though, I don't know how they feel about them right now, though. Obviously, pretty good if they let one of them drive their car. Yeah, <laughs> maybe things have changed. <laughs> and on that note, subscribe. <laughs> Tyler Howe's got your mortgages. We'll get them done. The dude's really busy, but he's not too busy. Is that safe to say? That's safe to say, bro. He's got the team. Yeah. And they're ready for you. Right? And we got Gilmore over here. Feel me. Tobar Gilmore. Tobar Gilmore. Yeah, we are doing it. Andrew Man, Rambo. Um, we're out.